This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, nominations are now open for the Attitude Awards, calling for Aotearoa's unsung heroes leading the way in the disability community. Joining us now to talk more about that is Dan Buckingham, Chair of the Attitude Trust and CEO of Attitude Pictures Limited. Uh, Morena, Dan, lovely to have you with us. Thanks for joining us on the awesome morning show. Yeah, kia ora. Great to be here. Thanks for the call. Dan, let's um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Attitude Trust for a start uh, as, the, uh, as chair there. What would you say uh, is the chief role of the Attitude Trust here in Aotearoa? Yeah, right. So the Attitude Trust was formed for the Attitude Awards to set them up uh, back in 2008. And the idea back then was uh, it actually came out of school levers. There was a lot of young people with disabilities coming through the school system and finding they were really well supported and then hitting a... Uh, basically a job market that wasn't ready for them a, a world where they were struggling to get jobs we kept hearing this and hearing this and that sort of led to the idea of the awards where we wanted to celebrate success and achievement and show how people with disabilities can contribute and really pitch it to the corporate crowd and, and employers and turn their heads to the possibilities and to do that and apologies that's my sixth up <laughs> in the background uh, and to do that it's, uh, we formed a trust to, to really uh, put together the funds to do something that we wanted to do big, you know, we wanted to be a big gala event. But since then, the Attitude Trust has uh, has expanded and we have got some resources now and we're looking to see what else we can do. Currently, the main thing is we, we put back into the community by providing scholarships for people with disabilities to study in the media, trying to increase that representation of people with disabilities in the media, both on screen and off. Uh, but we're, we're just at that cusp, that tipping point of looking at what else we can do and how we can make a difference for the lives of people living with disability. Well, let's talk about the awards, Dan, because this is an opportunity to recognise some of the great work and some of the great achievements uh, that has been happening across a number of areas. Tell us a little bit about the awards and and the categories and 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 what kind of nominations you're looking for here. Mm. Yeah, well, I'll start with uh, the big. Like that's one thing we really push. When uh, when uh, Robin Scott Vincent first came up with the awards, she got some advice around. You know, maybe just start small, had a little afternoon tea, start to grow and she was like, no, there's so many things in the disability sector that are either nice to have or add-ons. So it's been big from the start. It's black tie, gala events, televised, Simon Dello's the host, lots of uh, government uh, ministers and, and world-famous New Zealand celebrities. And and with that, we're, what we're doing is really trying to, well, it's a... a an awards night for people with disabilities and we get them to see themselves on stage. It really is pushing for the people who don't know much about disability and turning their heads to it. So with that, we have uh, a lot of categories and they sort of get refreshed a little bit each year. Uh, but the mainstays are the Employer Award, which ACC gets behind, and the Employee and Entrepreneur Award. Uh, but then we also look at the creative sector, the sporting sector, uh, really just celebrating the success and achievements of people with disabilities across the, across the spectrum. Dan, I guess um, you would expect uh, perhaps some of the more high-profile achievers uh, um, to uh, be nominated here, but I imagine you're looking for for nominations from all levels of society in all parts of the country. That is something really great about the awards and it's a chance to celebrate people who often don't get celebrated. And uh, as, as you've alluded to, nominations are open right now, so this is what we're pushing. We're pushing into all little corners of New Zealand really trying to get people to, to put themselves or put their friends forward, uh, you know, overcoming that classic humility. 
but some of the great success stories, uh, one of the supreme winners a few years ago now, I think it was 2016, but it still sticks with me, was uh, Deb Lampshire. And she is someone who lives with schizophrenia, and she's been in and out of institutions in her youth, and, and now she works and does a lot of good in the mental health space. And when she got up there, you know, it was a big surprise for her to win a category, and then she got up there to, with the Supreme Award, and, and she said, her, her line was, I've been called many things in my life, but never a winner. And I think that, to me, just epitomizes the awards. It's looking for those people who are doing phenomenal things, uh, but they're not, not often celebrated. Young people too, right? I mean, among the categories, you've got the, as you mentioned, the Attitude ACC Employer, you've got Spirit of Attitude, Sporting Endeavour, and the Youth Courage Award. Uh, you want to get um, younger people uh, in the mix. Yeah, this is something we push every year. There's some really great young leaders coming through, and we want to see that that voice. And we've had some, again, just great, great uh, nominees in the past. Last year, the Supreme winner was Grace Stratton, who is... 21 now I think and she created an organisation called All Is For All which uh, at the start was about getting disability into the fashion world and she got disabled models up on the runway at New Zealand Fashion Week in 2019 Uh, but it's expanded, it's one of those things where she is just a personality that people want to get behind and and support and All Is For All is getting into recruitment Uh, it's it's representation of disabilities and all sorts of sections of life Uh, but another youth winner back in the day was Robbie Francis and she went on to become a supreme winner as well. And Robbie is just, again, another one of those people who, at a young age, is, is breaking barriers, breaking new ground. And I think it is a reflection of this new generation of people with disabilities coming through who have high expectations. And they're coming off the, the back of work done from generations where people with disabilities really had to make their voice heard. And with that, uh, at times they had to bang on the table, uh, which had a little bit of a hangover at times. People can be a bit afraid of disability and afraid to get it wrong or say the wrong thing but this new generation is really coming through off the work of generations done before and they're open and they're excited and they're just ready to make a difference and that's what we're seeing with the likes of the Youth Courage Award um, and this year we've even added a, another one which is about uh, people still in high school and that's an opportunity to recognise people doing good work still at high school and there's the certificates that will be handed out to those people so a bit of a, a, a next level coming through below the Youth Award Dan, it's almost invariably the case that uh, that uh, the high achievers, the, the inspirational people, are never particularly looking for recognition like this. So it's really up to the rest of us, isn't it, to have a look around and consider, hey, who might be someone that, uh, while they're not looking to be nominated, might deserve a nomination anyway? Exactly. That's the big thing we're pushing right now. So nominations are open, and you can see them on our website, attitudeawards.org, open until 25th of July. And there's a couple of things we see every year. One is people are, are shy about put them, putting themselves forward, and that's something we've really got to try and break. I think it's just our Kiwi psyche. Uh, and then the other thing is people always leave it to the last minute. So um, plenty of time between now and 25 July to put, put friends or, or those that you think deserve recognition forward through the, through the awards website. And it's, uh, as you've mentioned, an, an opportunity ultimately when the decisions have been made to hand out some gongs and have a, a great night out. You must look forward to that gala event, um, Dan. It's a highlight on the disability calendar every year. It really has grown and it's, uh, it's a huge night. And, and part of, I think it's also important for the, those who may just be on the cusp of, of thinking about nominating. It's a chance to really tell stories as well and show other people what can be done and what is happening in the sector. So what happens is once people are nominated, if they get through to being a finalist, 
we go and film with all 24 finalists around the country. We do a big road trip and create uh, profiles about what people are doing. And they're shown at the awards, they're shown on the night, and they're shown on a, in a TV program afterwards. Uh, so it's a, it's a big, big night. It's a great uh, you know, thing for people to be able to get up on stage and we've had some magic moments. But I think it's important to remember that people just don't do it for themselves. They do it for the greater community and showing those stories, sharing those stories. Right, I guess the best thing to do, Dan, if you want to find out more about the Attitude Awards is, as you've suggested, hop online, attitudesawards.org. And, Dan, what will people find there if they hit the website up for nominations? Well, front and centre at the moment is the, the nominations page, and so go through there and, and we just get all the all the info we need online. So it's pretty short um, to nominate. Um, but also, if anyone needs a hand, there's contact details, of course. We're always open for an email or a chat. And then there's a bit of uh, history about the awards as well. Some plenty of good pictures uh, where you can see what a you know great night it is. And I think we've got some links to some videos of the past coverage. Uh, and then a bit about the awards as well, the history. We have the Hall of Fame. It's a big one, which is chosen by the Trust. And on the Trust, there, there are some uh, really strong people there that have supported us all the way through. The Honourable Ruth Dyson has been a mainstay. David Rutherford, uh, former CEO of Special Olympics New Zealand, as well as uh, Human Rights Commission. Um, and then on there you'll see a bit about the event as well which you know as we've talked about is a, is a big deal it's a black tie three course dinner uh, we're at the Cordis this year we've jumped around a few venues over the years but the Cordis in Auckland uh, so all the finalists we fly them up to Auckland we get them to stay either at the Cordis or Sky City put them up for the night and show them a good night and uh, and people just come together 500, 600 people in a room celebrating well, let's get some good southern-based nominations in there, eh, Dan? Hattitudeawards.org is the place to go to find out more. Uh, uh, Dan Buckingham, thanks so much for taking some time to join us on the Awesome Morning Show. Um, thanks to you and the rest of uh, those who are behind the awards every year to make sure that uh, these wonderful people are recognised and um, go well. Yeah, thank you. And definitely I'd, re- I'd reiterate that fact, getting some good southern-based uh, nominations. I grew up in the Catalans and spent my time in Dunedin. And I uh, love the South and love that we get to go there. And invariably, every year we get to film a, a few finalists down that way and tell their stories. So uh, fingers crossed for some strong candidates in 2021. Kia ora, Dan. Kia ora. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.